spoiled Brad. Brad was the most spoiled boy in the world. He came from a super-rich family who had made their money from having money. Brad lived with his mom and pop in a 100-bedroomed mansion in America. Because Brad was so spoiled, he didn't even take care of the amazing things he was given. His mom and pop bought their only child all he ever dreamed of and more. A hundred and one puppies that Brad quickly tired of and put in the trash. His own miniature white limousine that Brad deliberately crashed into a wall at speed, smashing it to pieces. Crash! A robot that Brad's mom and pop bought their son to keep him company as he didn't have any friends. Somehow, Brad managed to fall out with the robot and he pushed it into the swimming pool. It lay at the bottom, rusting away. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. A ball-serving machine that was meant to help Brad with his tennis lessons. Instead, the boy turned it on his long-suffering tennis coach, firing balls straight at him as if it was a cannon. Ouch! A complete set of leather-bound encyclopedias. He read the entry for Aardvark and then gave up and used the rest of the pages as toilet roll. Rip. Wipe. A priceless old oil painting that Brad smashed his head through so he could use it as a Halloween costume. Smash. A cut glass chandelier for his bedroom that he used to swing on. Swing. An antique double bass that Brad had never once played. Instead, when the snow came, the boy sat on the instrument to use it as a toboggan. Whiz! One morning, Brad swept down the family mansion's long staircase in his silk pajamas, dressing gown and monogrammed velvet slippers. Good the morning, morning Brad Jr., murmured his parents. Pop was checking his stocks and shares in the Financial Times. Meanwhile, Mom was reading a glossy magazine and taking some pleasure in pictures of the rich and famous who'd had plastic surgery that had gone horribly wrong. As usual, they were being waited on by their rather snooty English butler, Hopkins. Pancakes, butler! demanded the boy as he entered the grand dining room and walked over to the impossibly long table. With cream, ice cream and chocolate sauce, now! Yes, of course, young sir, purred Hopkins, before bowing and retreating to the kitchen. Brad Jr. slumped down at his usual place at the head of the table. Mom, Pop! Yes, Bradley Jr., did you enjoy your million-dollar birthday party yesterday? asked Pop. It was so-so, the boy replied. I've been thinking. Oh, yes? prompted Mom. It wasn't often her son thought. It's not fair that I have to wait another whole year for my birthday. Well, everyone has to wait, Bradley Jr., said Pop. That's why birthdays are special. I don't want to wait, declared the boy. I want it to be my birthday every day. Mom and Pop shared a look. They were used to their son acting like a spoiled brat, 
but this was a new low. Son, yesterday we laid on an incredibly expensive day for you, began Mom. You had a giant chocolate cake. I love cake, announced Brad. We know, said Pop. There was a fun fair in the garden, a mountain of presents, continued Mom. And we bust in hundreds of children from all over the state to pretend to be your friends, added Pop. Then you can do the same again today, and the next day, and the day after that. Where are my pancakes, Butler? And the day after that, and the day after that. And if we don't? asked Mom. Brad Jr. thought for a moment. If you don't, I will put you both in an old folks' home at the earliest opportunity and leave you there to rot. Pop sighed. <sighs> I guess we'd better get going, he said. Yes, exclaimed Brad. Pancakes now! Hopkins emerged from the kitchen, carrying a silver platter. Your pancakes, sir, the butler announced. That was too slow, hissed Brad. Pop, can you have him flogged? Oh, that would be wrong, son. Shame, mused the boy. Hopkins raised an eyebrow. Hastily, preparations were made, and at four o'clock on the dot, Brad's second birthday party in two days was in full swing. There was a huge disco tent on the lawn, a dolphin show in the swimming pool, and a bouncy castle as big as the family mansion itself. Though Brad decided, as it was his birthday, only he could bounce on it. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday! Cried Mom and Pop as a giant chocolate cake was wheeled out. Cake! yelled the boy. Happy birthday to me! With his hands, Brad scooped himself a humongous piece of cake and stuffed it in his mouth. <coughs> Where are my presents? he demanded, spraying crumbs all over the bust-in guests, who looked a little bored as they had all been at his party yesterday. Hopkins staggered along, holding a mountain of presents. Not enough, said the boy. Tomorrow I want more. The butler shook his head, and the presents tumbled to the ground. Mom and Pop looked at each other and sighed. <sighs> the next day, it was the same story. Brad had yet another birthday party. This time, there was a roller coaster on the lawn. An elephant to ride on. And a famous pop star singing his hits on a little stage. Brad decided that everyone else at the party had to wear headphones, so only he could hear the performance. Once again, the biggest birthday cake anyone had ever seen was wheeled in by four servants. Cake! exclaimed the boy. Happy birthday to me! What? said Mom. She couldn't hear what her son had said because she still had her headphones on. The boy shouted this time. I said happy birthday to me! Oh, right, yes. A happy birthday, Bradley Jr said the lady. Today, the cake was the size of a paddling pool. With both hands, Brad scooped up as much of it as he possibly could and stuffed it in his face. 
The slice was, in fact, so big that what he left behind was smaller than what he took. Where are my proteins? wailed the boy, spraying all his paid guests from head to toe with crumbs. I want presents! Mom and Pop had learned their lesson yesterday. Today, there had to be more presents. So the butler drove a forklift truck in, which was piled high with a tower of gifts. Brad took one look at what his parents had bought him today and burst into tears. I thought you loved me, wailed the boy. And this is all you get me. Tomorrow, I want more. Do you hear me? More, more, more! The next day, at his birthday party, he got more. Much more. This time, the garden played host to a log flume, though Brad had all the water taken out, as he hated getting wet. There was a professional heavyweight boxer, who Mom and Pop had paid to pretend to be knocked out by their son with one punch. There was a motorcycle display team. Though the birthday boy made all the other party guests wear blindfolds so only he could see it. It was his birthday after all. Of course, it was his birthday every day now. One of the children, who'd been bussed in to pretend to be one of Brad's friends, made the mistake of speaking up. You know, Brad, it's actually my birthday today, too. The spoilt brat immediately started wailing. Whatever is the matter now? asked Pop. This spiteful little cockroach has ruined my party! How? asked Pop. He said it's his birthday too! Well, it is my birthday, replied the boy. If I wasn't being paid a hundred dollars in cash to be here, I would be at home with my folks celebrating. I'm not sharing my birthday party with anyone, bawled Brad. Please have him publicly horsewhipped. We can't have him horsewhipped, Brad, replied Pop. Jay, then have him thrown out immediately. With that, Two brutish security guards picked the boy up under his armpits and marched him out of the party. Will I still get my hundred bucks? He asked as he was carried out. Right, began Brad. Because of that boy ruining my birthday, I want double presents today. Double presents is what we have, said Mom. Right on cue, a huge crane swung overhead. At the controls was the butler. Swinging from the crane was a giant net, full to bursting with presents. There must have been thousands of them. There were so many they blotted out the sun. Slowly the net of gifts was lowered to the ground. Are you happy now, Bradley Jr.? asked Pop. No, I am not, replied the boy. Why not? Because you've forgotten the cake. How can you have a birthday party with no cake? We have got you a cake, protested Mom. The lady clicked her fingers, and the biggest cake the world had ever seen was towed in by a tractor. This cake was the size of a swimming pool. Cake, shouted the boy. Happy birthday to me. 
As the paid guests joined in with a rather reluctant rendition of Happy Birthday, they had been singing for three days in a row now after all, the boy clambered to the top of the pile of presents. What on earth are you doing, Bradley Jr.? called up Mom. I'm gonna dive into the cake, replied the boy. With that, the spoiled brat leapt up into the air and landed in the cake with a giant splash. Cake flew over everybody and everything. The boy started stuffing his face full of it. He was pushing more and more into his mouth as he tried to tread water in the cake. Tread cake is the correct expression here. Eating huge amounts of chocolate cake every day had made the boy rather round, and soon Brad found himself sinking further and further into it. In moments, he realised he was drowning in his own birthday cake. Help me! cried the boy. Mom and Pop looked on, smiles creeping across their faces. Hopkins spoke up. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Would you like me to dive in and rescue him? Let's not be too hasty, replied Pop. Bradley Jr. does love his cake, added Mom. The butler smiled to himself. Slowly but surely, spoiled Brad sank lower and lower into the cake. Soon, he had disappeared from view. Never to be seen again. The lesson from this story is a simple one. While you may be able to have your cake and eat it, don't be too greedy. You might just drown in it. You, you.